So who's going to introduce people? Am I or who? Hi, everybody. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Barb Whitlow. This is Mark Lee and April And this is Cameron, the camera guy. And you are watching a new team. Yes, and we got don't forget we got Tammy, we got Tammy on the screen, we got Alicia yeah. on the screen. Let's get into that. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like a new thing here. I'm trying to I had to introduce you guys. I know I make everybody laugh. That's just me, guys. I'm the dingy one of the bunch. I know we're live. So we'd like to welcome everybody to the Enlightened Souls Paranormal Team. Um, you may have seen our faces before on Facebook many times as another team. Um, we're just going to get this out of the air right now. Um, the team wanted to go, the old team wanted to go one direction and we didn't. So we just separated our ways and you know, best luck to them and their endeavors. And we've started something new, and we have a lot of great things getting planned out right now. So, um, and they're getting planned out as a team. So we've got uh, Alicia uh, on the screen. She's getting some plans for some things that are going on. She rocks. She rocks. I know, right? She's rocking Alicia. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Just breathing. <laughs> so funny. Do you want me to go ahead and mention some of those things that I'm working on? Go ahead. Go ahead. That's what we're waiting on. Okay. So, guys, for those of you that know us, as Mark said, um, we are now Enlightened Souls Paranormal. And so we're going to continue to do um, the lives like we've done in the past. And then we also are going to be streaming again to Spotify. Um, to our new account on there. So if you have Spotify or if somebody doesn't watch or use uh, Facebook, then invite them over to go like um, and listen to us on Enlightened Souls Paranormal on our Spotify account. Um, as we do these podcasts, I will also be uploading the audio portion to our YouTube channel, Enlightened Souls Paranormal as well. And we also were invited to Whispers, um, Whispers of the Unknown Network, uh, Whispers from the Unknown Network. Um, so we're going to be doing podcasts on those on that page on Tuesdays, um, every Tuesday. So make sure that you go over there. It's going to be at 7.30 to 8.30 um, Central Standard Time. There's going to be a ton more groups that will be uh, podcasting and doing their thing on that page as well on different days. So make sure that you uh, follow us on um, the YouTube channel, subscribe, make sure that you're listening to us on Spotify, uh, checking us out on our Facebook page and sharing it out as well, liking and telling all of your friends. So we, 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 uh, we definitely keep going. Um, because of you guys, you guys and your support. So please do that and talk it up. Hi, Steven. We can't see the... We have a couple yeah, of... I'm actually yeah. still unable to see the conversation comments. in the comments. Oh, here okay. we go. Here, I popped it up there. There we go. 
Yeah. So welcome, Stephen Dobbs. Hi, Stephen. How you doing? <laughs> so, if, so for the other people that don't know who Stephen Dobbs is, um, one thing that's been happening ever since we've been on a roll, we've been meeting other paranormal teams, um, ParaUnity, and Stephen Dobbs is one of those other paranormal investigators, and he is from Scotland. So if you guys are interested in seeing some of his stuff from overseas, make sure that you go to his YouTube channel, Friends of the Other Side, um, for his Facebook page, and his YouTube channel is also uh, Paranormal Nights. That's awesome. So if anybody has any questions for us, we'd be happy to answer them. Um, otherwise, we're just going to kind of talk and um, just visit with you all. That's what we like to do. We like to we like to get to know you all and we we like to, for you to get to know us. So and that's very important. Yep, we're kind of we're getting a few, we're getting a few um, people adding to our um, our podcast, so kind of giving them a little bit of time to get on here too. I'm sharing it out a little bit here too. We're getting a few um, people adding to our. Oh, uh, we're yeah. echoing. Here we go. <laughs> we never delay. I'm going to mute mine. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at my phone. So if anybody sees me look down on my phone, um, I am actually looking at comments to make sure we don't miss anybody's question. But yeah, feel free to ask, ask away. And we can actually go on and tell what each of our gifts are, if you would like. Like I said, I'm Barb Whitlow, and ever since I was four years old, around that, I would say about that time, I actually had things go on, and I saw color apparitions, uh, shadow figures, premonitions, and didn't know what was going on, because when you're a child, you don't realize what's going on and people are looking at you, calling you names and everything else. So then you close up, but even now more or less, since I've been in the paranormal field, um, I've seen more and more every day. And it is just a really cool thing also to help people. So if anybody's on and you want us to come help you, we will be more than happy. Just DM us and we're there. So I'm Mark Lee. Um, I started seeing paranormal things in my house when I was about in second grade, I'd say. Um, I had this really big toy room. I think it actually used to be a master bedroom in our house. And um, I had all my GI Joe stuff and all my you know stuff in there. And one day I was playing and I looked up and there was this little girl sitting right across from me. And I'm like, hi. And she's like, hi. I could hear her. And so I was like, what's your name? She says, my name is Melinda. And I said, my name is Mark. She goes, I know. 
And I was like, oh, okay. I said, do you want to play? I mean, she looked like a real little girl to me at that time. And then as I grew older, um, I started to notice when I got into like fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, she was still there. I was getting older and she wasn't. She was still the same little girl that she'd always been. And that's when I started thinking, I think I'm seeing a ghost. And I haven't seen her since we moved from Kiwani. So I think she's either attached to something in the house or she's attached to the house itself. But since then I've made new friends, Brittany and Joseph, you like to play in my house every now and then. Um, and uh, yeah, so um, it, it is to the point now in my life where if I walk into a residence or I walk into a building, I can sense if there's something there or not. Not as good as the girls can. Don't get me wrong. Y'all can like practically see them, but um, I can sense if something's there and I, I can feel the heaviness if there's something uh, that is not so nice in the room. So that's where I'm at. You're getting better and better every day, too. I try. <laughs> so, Alicia? Um, so I haven't really had any paranormal encounters. I don't feel like as a child, um, as far as seeing things and uh, having stuff move around or like, um, but my first kind of paranormal experience was when I was a child, uh, preteens. I lived in a house down the road and um, I had this feeling in the basement of this house at all times. I never felt alone and always felt like I was being watched. Um, I did sense that it was a male spirit. Um, and I did find out from my neighbor that a man had, I'm sorry, I'm not going in my ears, so it's throwing me off, um, that a man had passed away in that house. Um, so I uh, started watching Ghost Hunters a little while after that. And that's what really got me into being interested into the paranormal field. Um, besides the fact that I always felt kind of different. Um, and so I started watching Ghost Hunters and I was like, okay, well, maybe that's what I was feeling in the basement of the house was a spirit. Um, so I continued to watch uh, the paranormal shows and the teams. When I was 17 years old, I was like, I want to go out and do it sometime. So I was Googling um, haunted locations near me. And supposedly there's a story about um, Mindland Manor apartment woods. So behind these apartment complexes in this wooded area, um, a child, a little boy was run over and killed by a tractor. Oh. Um, sounds like it was some kind of a story, you know, and you don't know if it's real or fake. Um, so I did go out there. I bought my first digital tape recorder and I brought a flashlight with me. So I sat down flashlight and I started asking some yes and yes and no questions. You know, the stuff that I seen on TV, um, I wasn't expecting it to actually work and it did. Um, and then after that, I started doing some, uh, first sessions on the tape recorder and I caught my first class A EVP and uh, what I had asked was or no I had said 
because this is the second time that I went out there after the flashlight uh, interaction. And uh, I said, um, I've been here before. I can't help you if you don't tell me what your name is. And right when I said that in between those sentences, I got the name Ben. Clear as day, it was a, a boy's voice. And it cut me off. It was like it knew what I was going to say before I said it. And no one else is out there. I'm in the middle of this big field. There was no wind whatsoever. So that experience, that first time experience, was the same thing ever. And it was like, holy cow. Okay, yeah, I, I want to continue doing this. So um, I didn't do it again for a very long time. And last year... Um, like a year and a half ago, I decided to make a team up, and so I've been investigating ever since. And I met all of you guys. So that's my experience. Awesome. So, Tammy, you are next. Well, um, my experience started when I was about three. Um, I was visited by angels who stayed with me and visited me regularly through my life. Um, my entire life has been one huge awakening experience after another, um, all learning experiences. A lot of people wouldn't have survived some of the things that, um, that I've handled, but I feel that they are what made me who I am today. Um, through part of my spiritual journey, I learned um, Reiki and I was attuned. I'm a Reiki master. Um, I also have the Muneki rites that have been gifted to me. And those are both types of energy healing. Um, I'm also sensitive to, I'm an empath and I'm sensitive. I can, um, I can sense people's uh, character um, and I can also feel the energy of the spirits that are around me, sometimes stronger than others. Um, they tend to, I, I've learned that spirits tend to come out more when they know that you're comfortable with them. Um, if you're not there, they don't, they're not just in, in most cases, they're not coming out just to scare you unless there's a reason. Um, usually it's, they're either wanting help to pass to cross over or they're trying to communicate something to you or protect you or help you in some way or they're just stuck which again they they're wanting to cross over um i just started with the um paranormal um part of my spiritual journey uh just a few months ago um i've been on a few a few hunts i've done a few podcasts met some people um, and I'm excited to see where this group goes. So are we, all of us are. I'm just excited. Everything's coming together. And I truly believe that God put us all together for a reason. And it, it's just the most amazing feeling. Because I'm like Alicia. I just, oh, I craved it growing up and stuff, watching ghost things and you know, ghost adventures and you name it, abandoned buildings. And I just wanted to do it so bad. And finally, I got to do it last April when I started my paranormal journey. And 
I'm like you, Tammy, too. I'm an empath. I can feel I can feel spirits around me the minute I do. I turn on the ovulus. That's really cool. So yeah, I'm just I'm Thanks, just Tim. excited and thank you, Tim. And for those people that don't know, this is my lovely wife, April in. She's from the Philippines and she is a sensitive. Um, and she has seen things in the Philippines that would make most of our stomachs curdle as far as paranormal stuff goes. Yeah, I believe it. She can tell us stories, if she'll open up a little bit, she could tell you about some of the uh, demonic possessions that she's actually witnessed priests uh, do the exorcisms. And um, what was it you said? There was like ladies that can put like bugs in your stomach and stuff? And they're, they're, no, they're not, it's different. See, That's like in food, right? no, oh. in Philippines, they believe in some other creature. So there is a creature like live underground, and um, it, you know, and you, we don't know they're there. But sometimes you step on them and they get mad, and that's when they hurt you. So you need to get a shaman to help you, or you're gonna offer something and then say sorry to them, and then you're gonna be okay. You know, at first I don't believe it until I see it. And, happened to my aunt and and then um they, they did something and they take something out of their legs and then this one they're like oh it's real um i experienced um possession i see like our neighbor get possessed um our whole our house is old so there is a lot of ghosts like uh during you know there are lots of war happened in philippines um, we have, uh, we're under Spanish colony and, you know, they don't really treat Filipino that good. So they become slaves and some of them got killed. Uh, most of them, I guess they got killed. And that's why we have lots of ghosts in our house. So her dad, who, who lives with us also, her mom and dad live with us. Her dad and mom were telling me the other day about a place once COVID is gone, uh, they said, if your team gets enough money to go to the Philippines, yeah. they said, we'll take you to a place that's so haunted, you'll run out faster than you walked in. Yeah. And I that's said, cool. game on, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah there's yeah. like all the Filipinos that have gone. And, you know, they didn't really die that instantly. They, they get tortured and stuff. Oh. And also in Japanese too, we got under Japanese before, and yeah, so we have a lot of studies in there that is haunted. It'll be uh, it'll be pretty cool if we get to go down there, you know. Yeah, that'd be an awesome experience. We'll have to make it a make it a investigation slash vacation experience for everybody. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. So we got some new camera people that have come on board. We're actually got some new cameras coming. We we're gonna get the new lavalier mic systems that are gonna be ordered probably in the next two weeks. And uh, we're gonna be able to give you guys some really, really professional uh, episodes. And we'll be putting those on, I, I'll believe that all up to Alicia. She's, she's, the, she's the internet gal, man. I mean, <laughs> she's yeah. we, we, we can throw some, te you know, th some uh, teasers and trailers on the, on the Facebook page, but uh, yeah, probably Mark, we're gonna have Mark, a webpage. Mark is also a techie guy. 
Yeah, I'm kind of a techie guy. I like to build things. So I'm in the process of building a couple things right now that are pretty awesome. But um, we're, we'll debut those maybe on the next podcast. Yes, and I might have my piece of equipment that I'm going to be ordering by the time the next podcast. Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to get it for now. Yep. Uh, Steven says, how regularly are you going to do podcasts? We are thinking about two Tuesdays a month to start off, and once we get rolling, more. Um, so tune in on Tuesdays. Uh, we'll fill you in. As far as, as, far as the investigations go, um, we can we can do investigations and do Facebook Lives. Uh, and I really don't want to put together an episode without the proper equipment because there, there's no use in wasting the footage when you don't have good audio and we need those lavalier mic systems to get the good audio. So, um, but yeah, we will be doing some investigations. And we got some things coming out. Um, matter of fact, we've already got the Enlightened Souls Paranormal bumper stickers that are right here. Those are going to go on our online store. Um, like I said, we're going to have we're going to have Barb's Bear. That's coming out. I'm making that right now, actually. And um, you know, we'll see what else I, ideas I can pop out of my head. What's up? And yeah, oh, I was getting ready to say this. Who's this Cameron. guy on the end, man? This, this is Cameron. I was getting ready to say something. She said something. So, that Cameron, was, talk, talk to us about your paranormal experiences. Well, mine started when I was, I don't know, when I started uh, hanging when I started hanging out with her son Alex at the at the house in Chill Coffee. It was built on Indian burial grounds. And I would I would see spirits and I could see uh a British red coat. It was like a. It was. I don't know if it was a British red coat. That's what Alec, her son, said. But it was like just a red coat floating, in, in the closet. Yeah, that and was then, a very. And then house. yeah, I can I can feel spirits, and I can I can't see like actual people. I can see shadow figures figures, and that's about all I can see. Yeah, he brought up the fact of our old house. Huh? I wish we could investigate it so bad. But um, we had like, he almost was a tall, he was a black ghost and he was tall, like slender man. And then also, I mean, he would run from the laundry room out to the, the living room and disappear. Then I was at like our little island, a little breakfast bar and at the corner of my eye, I seen a little girl standing at the foot of the stairs, brown hair, totally in color, holding a blanket. And there's just so much paranormal activity in there. So we we actually moved out and I think we got a couple in our house now with us. And I have full support of my husband. His name is Mike. If you want to come over and say hi. Yeah. Get on in here, that big way. Mikey. <laughs> yeah. Step over this dog here. <laughs> so this is Mike, my husband. He'll be running the camera sometimes too, just like. Mr. Cameron, the cameraman over here. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and so that would be very interesting with these two. No. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the uh, figure that Barb was talking about in the old Chiller Coffee House, I saw that too, the big stick man. Uh, he had really tall legs and it made every hair on my body stand up. <laughs> and ever since I've been doing this paranormal team and everything, the other one and this too, um, he has seen more shadow figures. Yeah. I mean, he sees them all through the trailer now um, that we live in currently. 
Do you still have the one that once seemed to die? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Yeah, we went. We went with our with our previous group we were with. We went into Barb's house, and there was a spirit in the master bedroom that said, "I want my." I mean, it came around the spirit box, plain as day, and it says, "I want Mike to die." Yeah. I'm a cop, so I've made a few enemies over the years. Nothing I can do about that. <laughs> We did some energy clearing for that. Yeah. 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 And Barb, like Barb just said, it's not there anymore. So yeah, yeah. I haven't felt any kind of evilness or anything. Told you they. But don't. I have eleven spirits now instead of nine that I had before. So I don't know where the other two came from, but they're not grumpy or anything else. So we're good. <laughs> yeah. We did a, an investigation with my house. We'll have to do yes. another one. Yeah, we can do that. That was that got really interesting out in your garage. Yes, it did, and we've got some footage of that too. And yeah, and then out out at your tree. That yeah. tree is amazing. Yeah. That tree, man. Oh man, I wish I could move it over when we move to another house here. So here, give me a tree. <laughs> Cause that's maybe, cool. Maybe we could do something with it, uh, like some activity with the tree and stuff for cleansing and stuff. Yeah, I think it's cool. Barbara Whitlow, the collector of spirits. <laughs> Steven, you're so <laughs> I would so love to meet this guy, but he's gonna be on one of our podcasts. I already asked him, and we just gotta get dates aligned. Does he so, live in the UK? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's just get a, get a plane ticket and go see Steven. Yeah. I, I can see that. Nobody does. We can even bring him on now. Yeah, 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 I mean, you know. If you guys want to. Hey, Steve, do you want to come on with us? I bet he will. Can we get Steven Dobbs to come on? Can he come on camera? It'd be cool to meet you. He's laughing. Someone laughed at it. Well, if he's like me, he probably just ran oh, the bathroom. That's Mike. We can send you the link. No. If he's like me, he probably just ran to the bathroom to comb his hair and look presentable, you know? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Mr. Steve. He's always such a nice person. I've met so many nice people in the paranormal field. It's I know, right? I mean, oh, God. Um, I've got to go down to Springdale Cemetery. And sit in the gazebo with with Adam again because or Noah, Noah. with Noah because yeah, I it's been a while since I've been down to visit yeah, Noah. Yeah, we need to go there. So just letting you guys know that one time I went down to the it's the largest cemetery in Illinois, I guess, and it's here in Peoria. We went down there. Even in this book. Yeah, it's in the book. And um, I sat I sat in the gazebo and I got my I got an SB11 I got my SB11 out and this. You could hear this little boy's voice go hi and my REM pod started going off and i said hi what's your name come right on there says noah and another member of our team who's no longer with us had a camera and he took a picture and you could see me sitting there on the bench and right next to me is a perfect apparition of like a nine or ten year old boy and i actually have that photo photo on my phone 
and uh, it's pretty cool. So Noah, I've talked to Noah quite a few times when we go down there. Yeah, he's 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 a special little kid. He died he died in like I think he died the same thing as uh, Brittany measles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, back way back when. So. Yeah, I just asked him on the chat here too if he wants to come on. Yeah, if, if anybody wants to come on camera, if you're a viewer and you yes. want to come on camera and tell us some of your paranormal stories, we'd love to hear them. Yes, we would. Just let us know in the we chat. And... Ten people on, so someone on that, and that ten people on that, I can't even speak, would probably want to come on and talk to Can us. you see the list of people? Yeah. Also, uh, one thing that we had mentioned and talked about doing was um, incorporating some different types of experiments, one of them being the Estes method. Um, yes. I know the people that have seen us do our stuff before, we didn't really do too much different experiments and stuff. So we're going to start doing that um, to give you kind of different um different types of experiments to see what it, if it works if there's other types of things that you know we can do to communicate with the spirits and whatnot to make it more uh validated did that sound okay <laughs> i kind of stumbled all over yeah. my words I <laughs> you're spot on alicia some yeah. things may work some things may not so we're just gonna not. try it out the spirits might say, screw you. I'm not talking to you today. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they can get a little grumpy. It's kind of funny. Not evil, but grumpy. I mean, we've been to places where it was super active, and then we go back a second time, and there's hardly anything. You know, they're exactly. just, I guess they're just not in the mood that night or whatever, you know? So it is what it is. You guys said, sure. We need to send him a link. You got to send him a link. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hold on. You on that, Alicia? The link is coming to the DM near you, Stephen. Link up down there. Up there. Up there. Yeah. Up there. <laughs> so we are going to be going to some well-known name places, uh, probably, I'd say, early next year. Um, we're going to keep it local probably until yeah, until the first of the year, but, um, until the weather breaks and all but we've got some really exciting news um, for everybody. I don't want to pop it on our first meeting, but uh, we got some big things in the works for the team. Uh, it's going to be pretty amazing when this happens. Yeah, so, I can't wait. I know, right? And by the way, um, I did talk to Stephen. Not Stephen that's coming on here. Not the, he's a he's the executive producer, and I guess I just kind of gave it away, didn't I? Well, you don't have to shut up. That's just a little teaser. What he just did. Well, anyway, your your husband Mike, and um, what's your name at the book rack? Um, Stacy. Stacy has been approved, and her husband, also a police officer, has been approved. So, so we'll be like the detectives. Uh, you play some kind of a role, yeah. Oh. Cats out the bank now. It's... Well, no, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Hey, hey, hey man. Hello. Good to finally meet you.
Yeah. Because <laughs> we've talked a lot, all of us doing, but then I don't think we can come to the UK right now, so might as well bring you on the screen. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you. Um, I'm St Stephen Dobbs. I'm an uh, investigator for the paranormal group Friends of the Other Side. Um, we've been established for about a year um, and we're now on YouTube. That was mentioned earlier. Um, we've got a, I'm actually in the process of editing a video right now, which we've had some really exciting results. Nice. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Can you, can you tell everyone the name of the location? It was a bar called Krakatoa in nice. Aberdeen. Nice. It's always fun. That's another thing I like is all the new places you walk into. You don't know what you're going to walk into either. It's well, like actually, Stephen, kind of, it's kind of coincidental that we actually went to a bar and did an investigation too. Mm -hmm. And it turned, into some, it, turned, it turned into something bigger than life. Oh, yes, it did. It, uh, yes. Yeah. And for those people that are on here, I don't know who's all on here that knows about that investigation. Um, I am happy to report that Connor, the 11-year-old the boy, has not seen any entities in his bedroom for the past two weeks. So whatever we've been doing with him, it is working. And you know the little boy is doing good, so that's that's all that matters in my book is that we're making progress with him. What was your did you have, okay? What was your scariest point in your paranormal journey, Stephen? Uh, yeah. Um. Well, I mean, in my last investigation, um, I was I'm sorry, physically hold on. attacked. Oh, they did. I was trying to make sure they mute. Pardon? Oh, she's gone. Go ahead. I was just trying to get them to mute because you were echoing. Oh, sorry. Um, but no, um, I was physically attacked in my last investigation. Um, we got we were using ghost tube, and we got the word scratch. And about a minute later, I got a scratch in the back of my neck. I've got a photo of the scratch. Um, there's a story of a price list that was a really, it's an old price list from a bar called The Moorings, which was what Krakatoa was before Krakatoa. And it was in the downstairs office. And they moved it upstairs. And things started getting thrown and um, there was a lot of activity and they got an EVP saying leave the price list in the cellar. So, where it, so they put it in the cellar and have not moved it since. Except me and my partner Andy decided that we would move the price list as you do. And I had the price list in my hand. And by the end I had six scratches down my back and a whelp. Somebody really didn't want me touching that price list. 
Um, that my partner Andy also got physically attacked. Um, he was punched several times in the stomach. So, but yeah, that investigation we we should have that uploaded to YouTube, hopefully Monday. Nice. We'll have to watch for that. So on our last investigation, we went to a residential house, Stephen, and uh, we used ghost tube as well. And it came up and it said poke, and it said pinch. And we were standing in this lady's bedroom, and I felt something grab my elbow right here, just kind of like, not pinch hard, just, you know, like, and I kind of jumped and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess you really meant it this time, didn't you? And I have the orb and it goes straight to Mark. Yeah, he was he was on the camera and he says, right before I, I jumped, when I felt that on my arm, there was a large orb that went right towards me. So yeah, he's got that on, on video. So, and yeah, I, when we did the bar, we actually ended up driving about 18 miles away from the bar to a house. And we went out to the garage where a party had in the past hung themselves. They killed themselves by hanging. And we were talking to that spirit. And then all of a sudden, another spirit came in and it said, my name said, Mark, scratch. Uh -huh. And I'm like, no, you're not going to scratch me. Uh -uh, ain't going to happen, Jack. No, we ain't going there. So I, I just told them, I'm going to walk out on the on, on the other room of the garage. And I went out there where another friend of mine was standing, and all of a sudden, my left back of my shoulder starts burning. It felt like somebody was taking a soldering iron going across my back. And they lifted my shirt up, and they took pictures, and, and they got video of it. There was one just one scratch right across my shoulder blade. Then he got bit at Springdale Cemetery. Uh, yeah, that's, sim that's similar to what I felt. It was a burning sensation down the neck and then like really itchy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can imagine, I mean, if you're, if you're a spiritual entity and you have to draw up enough energy to actually physically scratch somebody, I would imagine that would probably be enough energy would feel like a burn. You know what I mean? That's, that's a lot of energy. It's just, it, it amazes me. And like when, uh, when we're at the bar, uh, the one ghost behind the bar actually knocks my K2 meter off of the shelf. Yeah. Literally knock it off. We have that. Actually, we have, um, we don't have that. That's okay. No. Well, I, I've got the video on my computer. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, That's I've got right. the video on my computer. Right. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Hey, so what got oh, you into the paranormal? What was that? What got you into the paranormal? Um, it was actually it was paranormal shows. I hadn't um experienced anything. It was um ghost adventures, most haunted. You know, there was the paranormal shows that I watched, and I just especially ghost adventures. Just I watched it, and I went, "That's what I want to do." And it took me a couple of years to, you know, really go, you know what, no, let's just do it. So I just started buying the equipment bit by bit until I had enough to just go out there and do what I wanted to do.
Yeah, and some of, some of this equipment's not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. I've got, and we, we've got, um, we've got the SB11. That wasn't cheap. We've got the uh -huh. SB7. We've got EMFs. We've got um, five camcorders and six um, sports cameras. You know that we use, yeah. we use as static cameras and body cams. So yeah. it's certainly, um, I've also got infrared torches, UV torches, normal torches, um, a hundred of each type of battery you can imagine. I bet. <laughs> I've got a hundred triple A's, a hundred double A's, and a hundred different types of circular, circular ones, so. Well, if you only had 99, they'd, they'd be all out by the, you know, first. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's no, if you're not going to go for the, the 100, you might as well not bother. So, Stephen, have you ever, have you ever been to an investigation where just this entity keeps draining your batteries, like, instantly? Yeah. Um, we were at a old church called Kinef. And we put new batteries in our EMF detector. And by the, I, we, I was, it wasn't even at the beginning, it was halfway through the investigation, we changed the battery. And by the time we ended the investigation, probably maybe two hours later, I couldn't turn it back, I couldn't turn it on. Yeah. And you know, now that I think about it, oh my God, Oh my God, when I was a kid, you know, because back when I was a kid, you wouldn't know because you're, you're, you're a youngster, but the GI Joes back then were actually battery powered, right? Because they would say things and, and whatever. And I remember sometimes I put brand new AA batteries in my GI Joes, right? And like two minutes later, they were dead. I'm like, what? Mom! <laughs> yelling for mom. And she's like, well, these batteries must be cheap. And now that I think about it, it was probably the little girl, Melinda, was draining all the energy out of those batteries. Wow. Energy is energy. You can use that to manifest things and do things. Like, to be seen and be heard, it takes energy, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. During our investigations, we do implore that this the spirits take energy from me or my partner Andy, we say take our energy, take the energy of whatever's around. Um, I am looking to invest in an EM pump, which is said to empower spirits. So, just make sure when you're done, you call your energy back. Yeah. Because otherwise, it can drain you and cause you issues too. I had. Uh, sorry. Well, you I can maybe Hold you on. can teach me how to do that. <laughs> You know, I've heard, uh, Stephen, I've heard some paranormal people say that they use uh, the Tesla Tower. So if you've ever watched an old Frankenstein movie, it's got those two rods and the lightning shoots between it. Yes. You know? um, I've been looking on Google, and most of the parts you'll use can actually come from a microwave oven. And you can make your own Tesla tower. The only thing is you don't want to get close to it because you're going to get zapped, <laughs> you know? So um, I'm just thinking if, 
how you can make this like a tabletop version, you know, a smaller one. So that would that would put up enough energy into the air where you know they, they could take that energy and who knows. And as far as pulling your energy out, I'm echoing. Yeah. As far as calling your energy back, all you have to do is just simply speak it out loud. I call my energy back and um, I leave you to yourselves, basically, is all you have to do. Okay. Yeah, I had um, out at Cambridge before I met all you guys. Um, when I investigated out there, I was doing a tape, a digital recording session and uh, I started getting those gut feelings of something being there with me. And uh, I was asking a question and I started getting sick, so sick that I, I actually lost, almost lost my balance, so I had to squat down and I started just feeling drained. And I did actually um, say to use my energy to communicate. So that, that was me. Um, and so I actually went back over the recording later and what I had asked was, can you touch my hand? And then I got a female voice say, couldn't touch it, couldn't touch it if you couldn't, you know, hear me because I just kind of whispered it. But yeah, it was it was pretty interesting, but uh, wasn't think, a good feeling at the time. Do you think maybe Alicia, do you think that was Julia Markham talking to you? I do, I do. If you ever get a chance, Stephen, look up, uh, Google it, Julia Markham, Cambridge, Illinois. And okay. this woman, this woman, her husband, they lived out on a farm. And this was back in the days of horses and buggies. And uh, he went to one of his friend's house to help his friend bail hay or do something on the farm. And pretty soon as they were working, they they looked up and it was a beautiful, clear summer sky, beautiful blue sky, hardly any clouds, right? They saw the black smoke coming up and his house was on fire. And by the time they got there, his wife, Julia, was on the porch. Uh, her throat had been slit and she had slit her wrists. Um, she killed all seven of her children that day and tried to attempt suicide by you know, doing what she did. But apparently when the house, she took the, because uh, they didn't have electricity then, they had just the, uh, the oil uh, lamps, the lanterns, and she took the oil and threw it around the house and lit the house on fire. And uh, apparently when she started feeling the burning sensation of the fire on her body, your human nature's instinct to survive kicked in and she tried to crawl out of the house. So she died later on that day. And uh, there's a little cemetery east of Cambridge, Illinois, uh, probably about what, maybe 40 minutes from here. And there's a unmarked grave. There's no real headstone to it, but all seven children are buried in one casket. And somebody found out where this grave is at, and they took a concrete, it's one of those concrete teddy bears with the angel's wings on it, and they, they put it there to mark the children's grave. Now, we don't know if it's to the left or to the right of that grave, the mother's buried. And we've been there, what, twice? Yeah. And we, we went there two different times. We get the children talking to us, and then they'll start saying, 
monster is here, evil is here, and that's the mom. And as soon as they, as soon as the mom shows up, it, everything goes dead. Yeah, everything. No EVP, nothing on the ghost tube, uh, REM pods don't go off. Not, as soon as she shows up, it's like she, she grabs her kids up and takes them away. So we're in the process of trying to, uh, we're talking about, I don't know, what do you guys think out there if you're, if you're watching this, what would you think about um, our group, the Enlightened Souls Paranormal, um, starting a GoFundMe to get a proper headstone for the children? Let me know what you think about that. Because um, we're actually thinking about doing something like that, just so the children have a proper headstone, you know? But um, we do want to go back there maybe next spring. And now that we have some ladies with some extra powers that we never had before, um, maybe we can get the children to cross over away from the mother. We can get them to cross over. That's what I really want to do. I want to get the children to cross over. So do you have any questions for us, Stephen? Um, no, um, I've, like I said, I was commenting, you know, about you, the podcasts, how frequently they were coming out. So is that going to be um, every two weeks? Yeah, yeah, for the start. And then once we get rolling, then we'll probably do more Tuesdays. We're going to just get our kinks out and get everything in a row, like they say, the ducks in the row, and then we'll be able to add more stuff, more shows yeah. and everything. Yeah, different topics and different, different types of podcasts, too. Yeah, normally, normally, Stephen, we do these podcasts from Tammy's basement, but Tammy's got a construction crew at her house, <laughs> so we can't do that. So we're down here in, the, in my basement. Um, so it's, well, yeah. it doesn't matter. We're all together and we're getting the word out and, uh, hopefully, you know, people can, uh, you know, relate to what we're doing. If somebody's, if somebody's on here other than Steven, if you want to tell your story, feel free to, um, I don't know if Don Vick made it on here yet. He said he was going to be on another, another Steven was going to try to be on, um, Bella, did Bella make it? Is someone named Bella on there? Anyway, um, shout out to all three of those people. Um, so they love our group. They think we got a lot of potential and they were just talking to me today on the phone. Yeah, this is a neat experience. <laughs> I know we just went quiet for so, a second. So, Stephen, have you ever have you ever been like? I know the UK. They say it's really haunted over there. And have you ever just been driving like down the road and you see an apparition alongside the road? Because I see I see these videos all the time from over there, and people show apparitions walking you know, like alongside the road, and I'm I'm like. And there's a lot of that. There's a lot of these from over there, you know. Um, there's a, there is actually a road specifically. Give me. 
Sorry, my blue book of horrors. But there's a specific road that I've got ready to investigate when I can. Let's. Um, um, the Pass of Killy Cranky um, is a stretch of road that's a, that's been reported to be really haunted. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll be looking, that's in Perthshire, so I'll be looking to do that once the nice weather comes through. Yeah. Um, but as for me personally, I don't, personally I don't drive, um, but I get travel sick quite easily, so I'm not usually looking out the window. Okay. But no, you're, um, there are, there's, the path of Kelly Cranky, but there's specifically a road in Ireland. Ah, okay. And the, I th that's there's I think there's um seven spirits that apparently haunt a one no three mile road. Okay. Now, see, recently here in America, I've uh, been seeing a lot of videos on Facebook and on YouTube where people are seeing more and more and more spirits um at our civil war battlegrounds uh, especially gettysburg gettysburg has been extremely active in the last month and um it was amazing i was watching one and they're, they're just sitting there with their headlights on you know that and all of a sudden you see this apparition of a guy walk by the cannon it's like he's standing by the cannon waiting for orders to fire or something you know and you're like what is that and it's, it's crystal clear, you know, it's, it's amazing. I can't wait to get out there because my, my family history uh, goes back to the Civil War. So I'd be real interested, especially Gettysburg, I'd be real interested to go there and just see what we can see. Maybe that's something we'll do next summer. I don't know, we'll see. There's another thing, as someone had told me, in the UK, back in the olden days, they used to bury their family in basements. Have you heard that? I hadn't heard that. Yeah, that's, someone was telling me that, and I was like, I don't know. So, Stephen, do you have a coming up soon? Where at, and uh, do you have a name and some kind of background on what's going on there? Can you tell us? So, what was that? Um, do you have any locations coming up soon? And um, the name of the location um, and what um, what's kind of going on there? Can you tell us? Um, we've we're in talks with a few places. Um, there's um, Krakatoa is the second most second haunted pub in Aberdeen. The first most haunted pub in Aberdeen is McCamron's. So I'm hoping to be able to do them. Um, I've spoken to them. They've had bad experiences with a paranormal group before. Basically, a paranormal group went in, didn't find anything, and was very disrespectful about it. Wow. You know, because they are they are listed as the most haunted pub in um, Aberdeen, if not Scotland. Right. Um, so they went in expecting all this activity, and they never got it. And they 
they were very disrespectful. So their views on Paranormal Investigator was a little jaded. But I'm hoping now that we've done Krakatoa, Krakatoa can come forward and say, actually, they're a lot more respectful and we'll be able to do there. Um, we're also in talks with Norwood House Hotel. Um, next, um, in the spring, um, I'm to get in touch with the manager of Peterhead Prison. The abandoned um, Peterhead Prison to see if I can do an overnight investigation there. Yeah, we had uh, we have a prison about an hour and a half from here, and uh, I actually called up there and asked them if we could investigate that prison. You know how much money they want, Stephen, for one night? Three three thousand dollars. Ooh. I said no, thank you. Waverly Hills. Um, how much did you? How much did you, you did a bar recently? What? Um, how much did you pay for that? The bar? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. She didn't charge us a dime. Ah, uh, same with same with Krakatoa. We got in there for free. Actually, to be honest with you, while we were investigating, she cooked us a pizza and gave us free drinks. So. <laughs> we never got the pizza, but we got the free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and a shout out to Beulah's Bar up in Manlius, Illinois for doing that. Michelle uh, is great. She's pretty awesome. She's pretty awesome. Yep. But no, um, I've had investigations fall through um, because they they were they accepted us and they were like, oh yes, you can do an investigation, but then at the last minute through. Oh well, you also have to throw in a thousand pound um, donation, which, in my opinion, the fact that they are telling me how much I'm paying in a donation means it's a charge, not a donation. That's yeah, you know, yeah. that's the definition of a charge is a specific amount that they that you pay them. Right, right. And see, most most paranormal groups around. You know, they, they don't charge anything to do an investigation. You know, they, they're out to help people. We're the same thing. We're, we don't really charge to go out and help people. Um, but a lot of people, when we're done, you know, they, they want to flip you a 20 or whatever. You know, they want to give you something for your gas money or whatever, because, you know, and that, that's cool if they give you a tip. I don't care. But um, I want to give a shout out real quick to three people. Um, Victor Santiago, better known as Don Vic Show. Uh, Stephen Alexander and Bella Levy. I want to say hi to you three. Um, hope they were on here tonight, uh, or they, at least they get to watch this. I know uh, Stephen said that he couldn't probably make it because he was going to a big Christmas gala. So he was going to watch it afterwards. But uh, Really cool. So, hmm. So you, what kind of equipment do you use when you investigate, Stephen? I mean, I know, I know you got cameras. Um, and the so I've got that, the yeah. cameras. I've got, static, I've got the main cameras that are night vision. I have the static cameras. I have the body cams. Um, I've got my EMF detector. 
um, a separate thermometer, just in case. Mm -hmm. um, digital recorders, spirit boxes, um, different torches. Um, we've we've got dowsing rods, but I haven't used them yet. Right. Um, I do. Have you ever used a laser? We've got a laser grid, yes, yeah. and we've got we've got a proximity alarm that we use as a sort of REM pod. Yeah, that proximity sensors are great, man. So yeah, sounds the, like I need to go on and look at some of your investigations now. Yes, any views are welcome. We are very open to. Um, compliments and criticisms. You know, if you if you see something that we d didn't, or if you think there's something that we could be doing that we're not, we are very happy for people to message and say, try this next time. Because right. yeah. it, in this business, there's always going to be somebody who knows a little bit more. Yes. I'm going to tell you something, Stephen. This group went to a house called the 1818 House. And we weren't getting much of anything, you know what I mean? It was kind of dead. We were getting a couple of hits on the REM pod, you know, some things like that. Yeah. We, start, we started thinking, now, let, let's stop and think about 1800s. The 1800s, everybody was super, super uber religious back then, right? I mean, that that's, they just were. So this gorgeous lady on the screen, Tammy, <laughs> she starts singing like a Disney princess and she's singing Amazing Grace. And she walks through the house singing Amazing Grace and all of a sudden the instruments started lighting up. It was a, she brought that place to life. And I think what it was is when we get down to, like when you mentioned this, this, this group went into a place that's known to be haunted but they didn't get any, nothing, right? I think a lot of the times the spirits, not only can we read them, I think they can read us. And there's certain people that they just don't want to interact with, you know? But yeah. but we were all up in the attic that night. Um, we were getting a couple of hits on the REM pod and some stuff on the ghost tube. And all of a sudden we hear a woman singing downstairs. Plain as day. We with our own ears. You didn't need an EVP to hear this one. This was with your own ears. We heard a woman singing. And when we went down to investigate it, the rocking chair was rocking in the baby's room. She was singing to her children. You talk about getting goosebumps. Yeah, that was a goosebump moment. Big time. But, um, yeah, I think, I think if my group started singing during an investigation we'd raise the dead but not in a good way okay that's <laughs> me <laughs> so what i use um i have a you've heard of zoom recorders yep i've got the zoom h1 it's a little handheld then i've got the big zoom h6 that i use first for a standalone that's basically a basically a, a six track recording studio by itself and uh, you could literally run four microphones, 
from different rooms into this thing. Plus, it's got the two on the top that record what's in that room right there. And um, the H6 actually caught her singing. I've got it on audio. It's beautiful, man. It's I'm like, wow. And I listen to it. I get goosebumps again, you know? So anyway, I can't wait to hear that yeah. back. Yeah, well, right now I'm I've got it. it um, so if you didn't know Stephen, I'm also a musician. Uh, I'm, I have actually, I've actually watched I've actually seen your videos. Okay, okay. Hope you like them. I do. Okay. So um, in the room I'm in right now, I have another. I have an Apple Mac sitting over here, and I've got my Pro Tools 12 recording studio software. And uh, I'm in the process of taking that singing, that, that EVP, if you will, and I'm going to load it into my Pro Tools 12, and then I'm going to use the equalizer and stuff like that. I'm going to enhance it so you can really hear it. And then I'm going to send it to all the team members. And by the way, about a week before we went back to this house the first time, and we were in the same bedroom that the rocking chair was in, and we we're just standing there, we're talking about leaving, you know, we're, we're kind of done for the night, and all of a sudden, we hear Indian drums outside. It was really cool. And then Tammy did some research, and she found out there was a certain tribe of Indians that were in that area, and all kinds of stuff. And it, you know, it all makes sense when you when you start doing the research on, on the, the area you're working or on the property where you're at, and yeah. It's it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, it's good meeting you, Stephen. We're an hour and five minutes in. So, um, anything else anybody else has? No. You have anything to ask, Stephen, or anything? Or? No, I think that's. Well, you know what? Thanks for coming on. It was really yes, awesome. anytime. And the same with us. If you see something like. You know, if you can like put your input in if we're not doing something or whatever, we like to hear criticism and in a nice way, but you know what I mean? So we're the same way. Yeah, it's, it's easy, easier if you take criticism, you know, because yeah. there's always going to be, there's a difference between, you know, creative criticism and, yes. prop and actual, you know, it's right. easy for you. It's easy to turn around and say, "Oh well, you should do it this way." Yeah, you know, right. but, you can't do it that way. Well, you know something. There's this guy named Elon Musk. You might have heard of him. I've heard him. Yeah, he's got a saying, and I love his saying. He says, "If you want to succeed, you have to not be afraid to fail. You've got to take easy the to see when you're a billionaire." Yeah. <laughs> He said, you've got to be able to just go for it. Yeah. And give it everything you've got. But he says, the main thing I'm going to tell everybody is when you give it all you got, make sure you're doing something you love. Yep. We definitely love what we do. Yep. Yep, we do. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, again, thanks for coming on and everything. And we're glad to have you. And Thank you, Stephen. But yes, um, if, if you're wanting a podcast, 
um, if you're doing a podcast and you're wanting more investigators, I'll come on, um, and I'm sure I can get Andy to um, oh, that'd hop on. Cool. That'd be awesome. That would be really cool. Really nice, because that's a good thing. It's like, what am I looking for? The term, you know, it's like a domino effect, you know? Yep. Same with us. If you yep. guys start doing podcasts, whether we'll come up on there and it's always each other's backs. Well, I've been in. Um, I've, I've spoken to um, Mike Cardenas. Yeah. So um, I've spoken to him about um, the possibility of future podcasts from Friends of the Other Side, but it's not something we would. It's not something we're looking to do in the next couple of months. Right. Right. But I've told him that if there's any groups that are looking for. Um, international guests would be willing to jump on and nice that'd be awesome so is it full-blown winter in the UK right now oh yes you got snow you got the cold air um we've had snow uh, we actually had um, a storm called storm Irwin okay and um, the other day and it's blown roofs off oh wow so, um, but yes, um, there's um, garages and there, there's like a row of garages and none of them have roofs. The entire roof, the roof of the five oh garages gosh. just came off. Um, there's a building. It, we did an investigation of the wine tower. Yeah. And there's a small car park that you can park and then walk up to the wine tower. Right. So we were parked there um, when we were doing our investigation. There's a building with like a semi semicircle roof. Yep. Roof gone. Wow. Wow. How 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 strong do you think the winds were? Because we we had to say it's probably the same storm front that went through last week. They had uh, uh, I think it was Wyoming, the state of Wyoming here. They they recorded 110 mile an hour winds. Um, it was it was about that. Um, it's currently twenty eight degrees Fahrenheit. Woo! Yeah. You're twenty eight, and right now we are forty three. That's odd for us. You yeah, we're really warm this year. We're we're kind of warm this year, so. Well, it's it's minus two Celsius here. So. So I got a question, Stephen. From your from your professional standpoint. We all know that in the wintertime, right, when it gets cold out, um, there's a lot of static electricity. So, like, when you walk around, it's, it's just in the air, right? Do you, think, yeah. do you think when it's cold outside, spirits can manifest more easily because of the static electricity in the air? And the reason I ask that is because it seems that we're getting a lot of outdoor sightings, you know what I mean? Like on Facebook and YouTube, you see more of apparitions outside when it's colder. I'm just wondering, what, what's your thought on that? Logically, it makes sense. I mean, there's logic behind the thought. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, you know, if you're wanting powerful spirits, you want to go for places near power plants and stuff like that. So yeah, um, it certainly 
there's certainly a, um, a logic behind static energy. Yeah, um, I was talking. I was talking to one paranormal group leader, and he was like, "We love to go out and do paranormal investigations when there's thunderstorms nearby, because of the lightning and the static that's in the air." If there was, if if, we, if I was out and there was lightning and all of that, that would be fine. It's the minus temperatures. Oh, I that, know. Um, Trust me, in January we get like 30, 40 below zero here. It gets really cold here in January. And yes, February. Well, I mean, Barb and I have birthdays in February, so we both know. We're my my birthday's in January. My daughter's is in January. I'm a Libra. October. <laughs> so anyway, um, it's good having you on, Stephen. It's been good. It's been, it's been good being on. And thanks for coming on. Anytime, yeah. just let me know. All right, okay, we will. Okay. You Thank you for having me. Thanks, Stephen. You too. So Talk for everybody watching, please uh, share this to all your friends. Let them know. Uh, get the word out. It's already on my. Eyes. It's already on my page. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, get on Stephen's page, too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Get, get the word out about Stephen's page. Follow his group. Okay. okay. I'll, sp I'll right. speak to you later. Right. Have a good one. Bye, Stephen. You too. Bye. Right, bye. Real nice guy. I love talking uh -huh. to other paranormal investigators from other places because then... You know, yes. like uh, they can talk about their locations there and stuff as well because we we have a you know can't yeah. go there right now. <laughs> are we still live? Yes, we yes. are. We are. Hey, I'm careful about that because last time I was joking and then I was like, oh, what a dingy. <laughs> Yeah, that little red garments are alive. I know that. I wasn't even paying attention. I was so tired. That's a really interesting uh, theory that you brought up, uh, Mark, about the static yes. electricity. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I usually come up with some pretty interesting thoughts and stuff, you know, for being um, paranormal illiterate. But, you know, that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. It just comes out of nowhere. It just comes out. Look, she's frozen in that position. She's yeah, like, I know. Alicia's frozen. She's like, wow. <laughs> I am outside. That's <laughs> why. That will do it. So anyway, you know, we love our fans. We love our viewers, our followers. Um, by all means, go to our Facebook page, uh, like us, share it. Um, we got a lot of great things that are going to happen. And yes, we are going to make sure. Right, Cassie? Right, buddy? This is my paranormal puppy. Here, I told He's our security. There he is. He's a security guard. Yeah, this is my security boy. Yeah, I know. But anyway, um, we got a lot of good things in the, in the works. And yes, like we said earlier, we're not going to do anything really serious, like putting episodes together until we have all of our equipment and all of our ducks in a row. Yes. If you're going to do it, you got to do it right. right. Yep. 
we'll have our lives still. And, yeah, we'll still do Facebook Live. Yeah, we'll go to some but, places and do some Facebook right. Lives. But as far as any kind of episode, it's better off to have what you need for that. So if you weren't like, what? You know, yep. you can't hear us and stuff. So that's about it. Yeah. Everybody be safe out there. Don't do nothing that uh, you should be doing. And uh, don't play with Ouija boards. And we love you guys. We love all of our fans. Thanks for Thanks watching. For watching. Yeah, bye. Bye. Have a good night. You too.